You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Uh, I don't think we're necessarily worried. Not concerned. Sure, I'm, I'm looking for more so to bring it on. Uh, just get these games rolling so you. You kind of just go numb, stop thinking about it, and just uh, get in the flow of it. But uh, we're looking forward to the challenge each and every night. You know, we got another one coming up Saturday. You know, we got back to back Saturday, Sunday, 1230 game. So we're not making excuses. Um, we're going to go back and watch the film. I know I'm about to go on this plane and, and start already, but it, it starts with me. I got to be a lot better. And uh, then, you know, we can go from there. Well, it's just tough. I mean, you know, because like I said, Serge is more of a pick and pop guy. So if you don't have a roller rolling to the basket, you know, that's when we miss Big Zoo to put pressure on that rim. So when we run pick and roll, you know, guards can get downhill because of his roll and they don't want to switch. And with Serge's shooting ability, a lot of teams are just veering. So when he come off, he pops and the guard veers and it kind of takes us out of what we want to do. So um, with no roller, like, you know, you see it with, you know, even with Jalen Smith, just rolling, getting behind the defense, it puts a lot of pressure on your guys. So um, we've missed that tonight. And, you know, we've missed that. And so, you know, it is what it is, you know, so we just got to keep working and keep playing. I loved our fight. I love, you know, how we competed, you know, but we just didn't, we didn't do enough to win the game. Uh, I think that's a big one. Second chance points we didn't get, but I think they had 22 tonight, something like that, 20. Um, then we played a, lot, a couple games ago. Like that's been our Achilles here all year. Um, our big fellas down, both of them actually. So, you know, our centers down, we, we actually started to come in and bang with the fives. Uh, we just got to play a little harder. I think that's a bit, just the biggest area. I'll be a little bit more scrappy, uh, play a little bit harder. And, you know, you know all five guys got to get in there and, and, and fight. I'd like to have a lot of guys back right now. <laughs>
Yeah, we, we're a losing basketball. We have not been a losing basketball team in a dozen years. We have the longest active winning basketball team streak in the NBA. Look, I know at the end of the season we're going to be a winning basketball team, but it feels lousy being under 500. And I get why we are. We've got the most lineup changes in the NBA. The the COVID has just decimated us. What, Hank, let me get your take on this. What, why can some teams postpone, but but, but we can't? Like, what's up with that? I really don't know. I, I really don't. I literally don't understand why some teams can and some teams can't. Um, I, I don't know if it has. I, I I don't know why any would at this point. I think it has to do with how many active players yes, you have. Yes, I was really told not... you have to have eight active or it's postponed. Well, I guess that's it. But I mean, I'm not to make excuses, uh, but I'm going to make excuses for the whole league. I mean, it's we're we're quickly getting to a point where you can't really understand how good teams are. Because every team has Decimated. multiple players out constantly with health and safety protocols. Now, what's encouraging about this new variant and where we stand uh, on the C word? Because uh, we're not going to we're not going to turn that into a topic of discussion <laughs> on our podcast. We live with it all day long. You came here to be entertained. That's is right. that the turnaround is quick getting people back? Right. We were having this discussion via text about. Uh, yeah, our I know, but industry. doesn't it feel like Zubats and Luke Kennard have been out forever? Didn't yes, it feel like but, Batum but they're was obviously, out forever? They're obviously sick. They're obviously sick. I mean, some people are basically getting Omicron, and they're gone for five days, and five days later, it's out of their system. And well, I'll tell you something. Reggie Jackson ain't and, been right since he came back. No, Reggie Jackson look, has not been himself since he's come well, back. Well, look, man, if if you want to talk about if you want to talk about tonight's game, we're never gonna really be in a great position when Reggie Jackson is our pri- is our primary or secondary offensive option. Now, I will sp- uh, and I'm going to I'm only going to lean on this just for a second cuz you know I love Reggie Jackson. Yeah. But f- but 5 of 16 from the field, 2 of 8 from 3, I would love to say that's Ugh. just not good enough. Oh, that's but not that's good enough. but that's kind of lately par for the course of Reggie no, Jackson. Cuz he hasn't been he right since shooting. COVID. He just keeps shooting. But also, dude, dude what is going on? But also, neither team shot that well, but they literally, the Phoenix Suns literally put up 20 more shots than we did. So it's not like I can say to you, Reggie Jackson needs to not shoot so much, because if he shot less, we would have had 25 less shots than them, or 30 less shots than them. And they did get 24 points on uh, at least on second chance points. Uh, but oh, the truth we is- are, We are getting owned on the glass we miss Zubats and Hartenstein so much. Oh my gosh, so, so bad. Apparently, Hartenstein so bad. went on Instagram Live and said he's back in five days. So now okay. that's four days. So we are well, four nice. days away from Hartenstein. That's but nice. Zubats no, is the Iron Man. Zubats is the horse. Zubats I know, I can't believe played like two hundred games, twenty-two straight NBA regular season games. I don't that's think he nuts. missed a game since he was an L word. And, that's and, nuts. And we miss him dearly. We miss his presence yeah, miss in the paint dearly. We miss, we miss Hartenstein yeah. dearly. Serge Ibaka is – he had one good game in a losing effort where he didn't miss, I believe, but he is just a shell of what he was two seasons ago. He's just – he has not been the guy. He's had a couple blocks. He's looked good in short spurts, but defensively not sound, not getting it done. We're just getting owned on the glass. I'll tell you the best clipper by leaps and bounds It's not even close. It's Marcus Morris Jr. He's the only one that's keeping these games competitive out there. And and well, I'll tell we you get, we Yeah. Yeah, well we got killed by their bigs for sure as well as by Chris Paul. I mean, if you uh, figure that if you figure number running 3 down, 
Number Running three down, on opposition. Yeah, op- opponent three. Three <laughs> in the opponent. Uh, if, as, as, you, as you run down tonight's roster, it's almost all shooting guards. It's almost all shooting guards that are active on our team right now. It's kind right. of bananas. Um, but if you look at... If you look at Serge Ibaka as our only active center. That's it. Um, and then Justice Winslow and Nick Batum as our power forwards. Right. Chris, Chris Paul got 13 rebounds. Our, our our center and Nicholas Batum, our power forward, combined for also 13 rebounds. And Chris Paul out-rebounded our two biggest players on the court. They just Serge Ibaka also, needs to get the more best rebounds. Than the five uh, foot eleven of Chris Paul and Jake from State Farm, Serge Ibaka has to out. Yes, they're the best team in the league, but they're also they're the, best team in the, league. They're the most annoying team in the oh, league. Well, right. they're most annoying fans for sure. So, but I will say this: I do yeah. want to say this because I don't want to. Like, you can come here to hear us say negative stuff. You could turn on any Los Angeles radio station, even quote unquote <laughs> Clippers radio, and hear negative stuff. Um, but I will say this: we are seeing great bursts from individual players as we find ourselves moving towards the all-star break. Uh, and Marcus Morris, who early on in the season and at, at moments in the season has been very frustrating and frustrated, had a great line tonight. Had a great uh, line. He's, he's a great almost line 50% every night. from the field. He went 50% from three, seven of seven from the free throw line, eight rebounds. He w- he tied to be the g- highest rebounder on the Clippers, 26 points. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. I really, what? I really like it. He had what? What now? He had tied for the most. What? Oh, he had the most rebounds. Tied for the tonight. most rebounds in the Clippers. Okay, got gotcha. you. Tonight, tonight, yeah. yeah. Him and Reggie each had eight rebounds, and he had twenty six points. He, he's looking really great. You got you got to love seeing that. We still we still are waiting for a reevaluation of Paul George. Remember, when he went down, it was three to four weeks. Last I heard, they were going to reevaluate at three to four weeks. So we yes. don't know where that is headed. Although, did you see SI.com, What they said today? No, tell me. Please tell me it's um, good news. They are cautiously optimistic about a Kawhi return this season, says SI. Oh, of course. Oh, 100%. Kawhi, Kawhi and Paul George are both going to come waltzing back into the team after the All-Star break, and we are going to return to our winning ways. We're going to be a very dangerous playing team sadly it looks like now, hopefully now, as long we as we don't do what we did in six. the second as long as we don't do what we did in the second quarter tonight well, i listen to me um, you you and i agreed we would never speak in the second quarter <laughs> we, did, we held phoenix to 21 <laughs> first quarter points we held them to oh, 19 yeah. third quarter points and we both agreed we shall never speak of the second quarter we look good in the fourth quarter we got it to within five but uh enough about the eight enough. losses out of 11 look We've got the most lineup changes in the NBA. We are just absolutely decimated. The one-two punch off the bench, who actually were a one-two punch as starters because of all the decimation of our starters, of Mann and Kennard, we haven't seen because Kennard got COVID. Uh, I told you on the show earlier, Hartenstein's coming back in four days. We're excited about that. When will Zubats come back? We just don't know. So we're waiting for our guys to come back. But let's talk about the wins, Hank. I want to ask you... Oh, what, ask me. I what was questions. a bigger win? What was a bigger oh. win? Oh, okay. The win at Brooklyn versus uh, Kevin Durant and James Harden. 
our first win in the Kawhi Leonard Paul George era. The only team that we hadn't beaten in the past three seasons. This is season three of Kawhi and Paul George. You wouldn't know it because they're not playing. But this is season three of Kawhi and Paul George. Last year, we know. We got the furthest we ever got. The only team in the NBA we haven't beaten in the Kawhi PG era, Brooklyn Nets. And we beat them without Kawhi and PG. Was that a bigger win than when we swept the Boston Celtics? We... Beat them at Boston. We beat them at home. We swept those horrible New England Celtics. What was a bigger win for you? Sweeping the Seas or beating the Nets for the first time in three? The Nets, dude, the Nets. Oh, the Nets is a massive win. Not not only is it a big deal that that is the team that we haven't beaten in this new era, in the Paul George Kawhi Leonard era. In the Crypto.com era. Even though Paul George and Kawhi Leonard didn't play in that game, which makes it even more of a demoralizing defeat uh, to the ring-chasing super team, the Brooklyn Nets. Not only that, not only that, uh, but also the Nets are second in the East, whereas Boston is 11th. I'm not sure if you're aware of this, <laughs> but there is, there, is no, there is no play-in for who – you just go home. You just go if home. you're 11 – if you're 11, when you the go pre, home. When the pre-postseason begins and you're 11th, you can go home or your starters may be um, the moppers that go out and mop up the oh, sweat squeegee spots. Guys. The squeegee guys. Oh, squeegee guys. Yeah, squeegee guys. Squeegee guys. Squeegee guys. But I will also tell you yeah. that, Harden, that that game was a great Eric Bledsoe game. Great oh, Eric Bledsoe great. game. And it had to be because we didn't have our stars. He got 27 points. Uh, Harden got uh, I want to say Harden and KD got 34 and 28 or vice versa. Yeah, yeah, they, no, they combined no, for over 60. No other Clipper even broke out of the teens. No Clipper about? got 20 points. Really? No Clipper got above 19 points, and Eric Bledsoe got 27 points. Oh, it was a massive uh, but, 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 the but I, show. But I, so I could argue, first of all, you're talking about the second-best team in the East, sure. and it's a huge win, first mm. of all. Oh, yeah. But I could also argue in the opposite direction. No, which no, you got to pick one. Um, the, no, 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 no. I am picking one, but I'm also going to argue now for not only why the Nets was a bigger win, but why the the Celtics sweep was a lesser win. Because the last game the Celtics played, they went four of 42 from three, and yes. they are 16 and 19. They are a trash, trash team. They are losing mightily, and therefore I would now invite you to disagree. I cede the rest of my time to the gentleman from Redondo Beach. I think sweeping the Celtics is bigger, and here's why. <laughs> You're full of crap. Here's why. No, you because, don't. No, yes, I do. It's we are. It's it, the Nets is one win. Okay, so literally sweeping the Celtics is twice as big. Oh my God. I understand that we haven't beaten them in three seasons, but I was at that game versus Boston where Boston came to the crypto.com arena with their arrogant and loud, obnoxious fans. That away presence is so horrid. When you go see the Clippers versus the Celtics, it's one of the rougher home games you're going to see, Clipper Nation. And if people in the building can agree with me. All of those guys in green, they're all horrible. They're all mouthy. They're all so proud because they have the second most 
championships in the history of the league because their Red Sox have been so dominant this century because their Patriots have been so dominant this century. They are such a loud and proud sports city. And I always retort, A, I say, Buck Faustin, if Boston was so great, why are you here? And I'll tell you something, their fans are so obnoxious, and that win at home was great because it was Brandon Boston Jr. with, I believe, 27 points, his career high, our great-looking rookie, and I want to talk to you about another rookie on the other side after we end this debate. But that was a great home. I thought it was honestly our greatest home win thus far in the halfway point of the season where we have had two-thirds of our games at home. So – in the back half of the season, we have one third home game. So that was that's probably that may be the best home win that we'll see. It certainly is so far. And then at Boston was a fantastic win. I could I can definitely hear that at Nets is our greatest road win of the season. And I'll give you that. That was definitely the greatest road win by leaps and bounds. However, Boston Coming into our house and us beating them by Boston Junior's hands was our greatest home win, and that at Boston win was a wonderful road win. So I'm going to say the one-two punch knocks out James Harden right in his weird Velcro beard. So there you go. That that's that's my theory. And well, and, let, and I'm now sticking let me to let it. me just offer one less counter. I want to argue one one final counter argument to what you just said. Sure. Uh, you are a fart butt, and your butt smells like farts. Sir, well, earlier on in the show... <laughs> you, and you have a dog's butt, and you, you, are, you are also a dog's butt. Earlier on the show, you complimented my buns. <laughs> and it was a very awkward moment that I just wanted to ignore, and now I'm throwing back to it. And now you're calling me a butt and a dog's butt, and that I have the and butt of a dog. Butt, and your butt smells like farts. And my butt smells like farts. Which, yeah. I, mean, I mean, most butts smell like farts. I would, I would counter. No, I guess. Well, the show is deteriorated. All right, so look. (laughs) I have ever said that that F word on our show. I am very mature, almost to a fault. It's one of my defining characteristics is my maturity. I am very mature. I am a gentleman who can admit he was wrong. And I'd like to say, (laughs) once again, for the record... I was dead wrong when I allowed my wife to taint my opinion of Clippers color commentator, the color man. The play-by-play man is Brian Seaman. He's my man crush. My love for Brian Seaman, well-documented. I've talked about it many times on the show for literally a decade. But I have gone on the air multiple times, and I have thrown Jimmy Jackson under the bus because I said he throws shade at the Clippers, and my wife said he goes on national talk shows and he, quote, mad dogs the Clippers. You've heard me say this, right? Yeah, I have. I like him. I'd like to say, for the record, I oh, was boy. wrong. <sighs> Jim Jackson is wonderful. He's for, great. Last year, I preferred Coach Fratello, the czar, and I love the czar. He's an old-school guy from oh my Jersey. Gosh, he's, oh, my gosh, he's a legend. He's a legend, but that being said, Jim Jackson and Brian Seaman are pound for pound the best duo commentators in the NBA. It's not even close. 
They are so damn entertaining. And I'd like to admit for the record publicly, I was wrong about Jim Jackson. I'd like to apologize to Jim Jackson. And I love you, Jim Jackson. You're doing a wonderful job. Keep it up. Get your pre-game, get your pre-game pretzel on. Keep it salty. I love you, Jim Jackson. So I'd like to say for the well, record, I, I was wrong. Yeah, well, you know, I think it took a minute for him and Brian Seaman to get on the same page with each other. I think one of the reasons we love B Seams is because first of all, he's an incredible play-by-play announcer. Yes. Uh, if you are if you are newish to watching Clippers games and you and you have only come on in the last season or two and you've only right, listened to Right, with Kawhi Brian and Seaman, Paul George. Yeah, and you've you've only watched him call television games which he's great at calling, right. but you haven't listened to Brian Seaman call a, a radio call oh, it so is good. it is he's a savant yes. he's a genius yeah like the way that he calls a game you you really can picture it and he's hilarious and he and was I, the only guy I, he was the only guy it was just him just like Noah Eagle. I, oh yeah there solo. was no color but, guy. but i do, but i don't think of brian seaman as your father's commentator he's hilarious like the non-stop coffee puns, puns. and oh, the, the references he's Coffee's very he's he feels very much to me like a different kind of announcer. So maybe it took a minute for him and uh, Jim Jackson and Jim to get on the to same get on the, to get on the same page. Maybe it threw him from it. I remember a few games where I listening where I was like, oh, I don't know if Jim exactly gets Brian. Like I don't know if he exa- right. exactly gets him, but uh, but I I always thought he had a great basketball mind and always had great knowledge. And he, I don't know if you were listening to the Bally feed tonight. I, but I, I was the, in the second the, half. As the Suns went into the bonus, mm. he as Chris Paul was about to be inbounded the ball. Number three on opponent. Bonus, he said, watch this. Number three on opponent is about to draw some draw some foul on some fake move. And before he even finished the sentence, <laughs> Chris Paul received the ball, went up, got the foul on Coffee. Coffee yep. turned around, exasperated and laughing. And Jim Jackson was like, yep. Yeah, and, and it was Ryan that Seaman's, same ticky-tack thing that the ref said that they're not going to call this year except for they give it to Chris Paul but, every time. But my point was he could see exactly what oh, yeah. was coming. The guy is Absolutely. really smart. He's a step ahead. He's, he's really a step smart. ahead. Yeah. And, yeah. and also, like, he's so good. And a nice guy in person, by oh, the way. Wonderful, really nice guy wonderful. in person. Yeah. He's so good that he makes me retroactively dislike a Marv Albert or a Kevin Harlan who is just so generic and yes reggie jackson like he's just like they're just so lame they don't have any knowledge that they bring to the table like some you can like somebody without no 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 destroying someone i'm not destroying them can't you just like jim jackson without going after marvel they're like a robot that was programmed (laughs) they're like guy (laughs) smiley they're like Fake game true. show hosts. They're Marv great. Albert they're of an and era. Kevin they're Harlan of an era. are trash. Kevin Harlan no, they're is, not trash. is a cheap working man's Marv Albert. Like Marv Albert was He's his own trash. thing, and this is his last season. He's of an era. He's and, of an era. I know that, and thank God it's his last season because I'm sick of it. But oh now gosh. I have Kevin Harlan literally just impersonating Marv, Marv Albert. It's the well, same not exact everybody, thing. Not everybody's going to be Brian Seaman loving the Beastie Boys wearing Star Wars socks and being our friend. That's not going to be every commentator. I'll never befriend Kevin Harlan. Ever. 
Oh my gosh. Yes, you would in a second if you met him. If yes, I had to would. pee and he was on fire, I would say, <laughs> yes. And he'd be like, oh, yes, you're going to pee on me to put me out? And I'd be like, no. Hey, man, if I was on fire, I'm not sure I would want you to pee on me. I don't think that's a fair thing. He's heating I, I, up. Like, he's just, hey, it's hey, so you're on fire. Lame. Hold on. Let me pee on you. I think I'd be saying, can't you just get some <laughs> no, I, I'm metaphorically on fire right now, and you're literally peeing on me. Please stop. <laughs> Please I, stop. I, I I'd rather Kevin burn. Harlan. I absolutely <laughs> hate Kevin Harlan, and I will All never right. pee on him. How does this turn fire. into Kevin Harlan cast? <laughs> hey, welcome back to Harlan cast. We're talking about Kevin Harlan, <laughs> oh, who was born on the dark side of the Pretty moon. Pretty lame. <laughs> Spat out by his mother. Can I, who never can loved I say one last? Can I say one last thing very Please quickly do. about about the today's game Ugh, versus yeah. Phoenix? Yeah, yeah. Where do I live? Burbank. Right. What do they call that? What do they region? call? Burbank. What do they call that? Oh, the valley. Region. Yeah, the, the valley. valley. Yeah. That's the valley. That's, That's the, valley. the valley. That's the valley. Was there a song in the eighties? called valley girl that was about a girl who lived in phoenix no not at all no 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 the no, there is famous there was, valley there wasn't that. is there the wasn't san that. fernando valley that is the, the san valley. fernando valley yeah so can we stop calling it the valley if they want to call themselves a valley <laughs> a valley is fine i can live with that <laughs> but it's not the freaking valley man we all know what the valley like they, is i mean also I we would give we would Reseda, give them Encino, yeah, no, Van Nuys, the, the Universal City, maybe a little, Studio City, movie, a little, Valley Girl. Burbank. Like, Valley Girl. for sure. Don't like gag call me it with the a spoon. Valley. Call it the desert. A lesser valley. A valley. Call it the desert. We'll give What's you the desert. What's wrong with the desert? We'll give What's you the desert. What's wrong with the desert? You got cacti. You got to love floor. it. You live there. We've driven through it. It's a desert. It's Stop a, it's a, calling it the it's valley. Not the it's valley. a valley. No, it's not. It's the, the valley. it's it's a valley. Now, now to bring up a fine point yeah. too that I never thought about. But don't they call stupid Golden State the city? Yeah, but isn't that New York is the city? The right? city is New York City. There's no other city in America other than the, the city. city. It's the city. certainly. And I would argue. Now we all know the second city is Chicago. But there's yeah, but no one calls it that. No one calls it the city in Chicago. No, they call it the second city. So at least is the other the place windy that has city. A city in it. The uh, windy the, city. No one even calls San Francisco the Bay City. They call it the Bay Area. Yeah. I've never heard anyone refer anyone. to San Francisco with the word city in any the of its city. slang. No. Frisco. Sure. San Frisco Bay. Fran, San Fran. The Bay Area. Birthplace of Riceroni. Oakland. But Oaktown. Not the city. Oaktown. Oaktown. No, no one calls it the city. Oaktown. By the way, great air. I, I love Oakland and I love San Francisco. I love all this. The, the city. Oh, wow. You know what? This is this is okay. So this is bringing me because li- literally my least three favorite teams and most toxic fan bases: the city, the valley, and let's be honest, there's no lakes in Los Angeles, folks. There's lakes in Minneapolis, like but em. not you in Los like Angeles. Em. You don't like them. Bottom three the teams. Bottom three teams. You hit on the most. Worst I just fans. don't get it. Like, I'm really trying to think now, like, what the number, it, it would be New York City, second city, Chicago. I guess right. then the next windy city. Windy City, Chi-Town. The Windy City, sure, the Windy City. But, they but would, no, no one calls it the city. That's New York City. They don't call it the city by the bay. They don't Philadelphia, call it the golden city of brotherly love. They don't have the, the city. city okay, hey, that's good. That's the third one. That's the third one. I never think of 
San Francisco as a city. I think no. of it as the Bay Area. Of yes. course, it's a city, or so no- please don't add or us. North or actually, Cal. do add us. Yeah. Do add us. We like to hear from our fans. Oh, my God. Add Ugh. us at, at LA Clipcast on Instagram, on Twitter, at LA Clipcast. Oh, get We'd on there. Follow us and rate you. us and share us and all those things. You should. All right, so you look, really I, I, as I said earlier on Thanks the show. Thanks for letting me get that off my chest because it really frustrated me when I saw it printed right across their court, the Valley. Ugh. Well, I think it's. I mean, I, I I'm glad you said it because I I never really thought about it, and then and then it made me really upset about the city because the city and the valley, GFY, neither of those are the city or the valley. The, the valley city is in L.A. The, the city's city, in New York. Call it the area because it's the Bay Area, and that's what we all call it. We call uh, it the or, Bay or Area. Or just put put on your jersey, Steph Curry's bitches. Okay, if you're Golden State, <laughs> oh, just wow. put on your jersey, Steph Curry's bitches. Okay, you're- or if you're from Phoenix, Devin Booker's boy band. Either one is more accurate than the Valley or the city. All right. So earlier on the show, I talked about my defining characteristic of maturity. I'm very mature. <laughs> yeah. And I can admit when I'm wrong, okay? I, sure, you sure. I almost do it too much, okay? Oh, my gosh. All right. I Go am going to talk about something right now, and you and I have talked about this before, and I just it just keeps upsetting me more and more, and I don't know why, and I finally just unfollowed him on Twitter. But could you – I'm going to paint a hypothetical for you, okay? I believe the L Word has a guy on their team, uh, Malik Monk, okay? Malik Monk. All right. Great name, by the way. It's one of my favorite – NBA it's a great names. it's a great NBA name, Malik Monk. So imagine you go to Malik Monk's Twitter page, okay? And there's a picture of Malik Monk and he's wearing his college jersey. Okay, questionable, but yeah. whatever. You would oh, think he would I don't think so. That's great. I guess, sure. But I mean if I, I would you rep think your college, you can rep you, it. Fair enough, fair enough. I, I personally, if you're in the NBA, I'd be like, I would put my NBA jersey on my profile picture, you know, but that's me. So but so hypothetically. Say Malik Monkey, go to his page, okay? And you see him in his college jersey, okay? And then his 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 Twitter page, there's the banner. That's that actually almost you see more than the profile picture. And imagine nothing but Celtics logos and Larry Bird pictures. How do you think L Word fans would react to that? Oh, they would not they would not like that. They I would they would not hate it, I, right? Am I wrong? I yeah, I believe they would not care for that. They would despise it, right? I mean, wouldn't they be up in arms? Yes. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. They'd be lighting cop cars on fire. Am I wrong? Mm, Overturning no, cop cars. Yes. That, yes. For sure that, yes. Peeing on Kevin Harlan while he's on fire. That's how upset they'd be. All right. And sorry. just so you know, if you haven't ever listened to our <laughs> podcast before, this is far bluer than we usually are. We're talking about farts oh, usually- and pee. Well, we've lost. We've, we've lost eight out of eleven. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I just came out of. I just came out of health. We've and lost safety eight protocols. out of eleven listeners. <laughs> okay, so L Nation or whatever they're called would be very upset if Malik Monk didn't have any purple and gold anywhere and had Celtics logos and Larry Bird on his Twitter head, right? Twitter, Fair. Head, right? Yeah, yes? yeah. Fair? I'm, I'm following you. Yes, I'm following okay. you. Yeah, I agree. Keon Johnson, a rookie of ours. You go to his Twitter page. It's him in his college jersey. I have no problem with that on his profile photo. And I understand that this is the great exception. But it is literally L word, purple and gold logos everywhere because it's a big old Kobe collage, freshman dorm room style of your crush 
Kobe, 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 Kobe. And I understand Kobe died and legends never die. He did, but his legend never will. Okay, I get it. And he's the great exception. I don't think Kobe, you do. Kobe, Kobe, I don't think you do get it. I think you don't get it. I, and so I'm, I'm, oh, oh, by the way, before I continue, I am wrong about this. I am wrong. I am dead wrong to be upset oh my gosh. about this. Oh, great! Because that's that's my you're gonna you're gonna make my argument for me. I, I, I'm I'm totally wrong, but like I am so wrong. Of course, this guy obsessed over Kobe Bryant as a teenager or what have you. People are telling me he's not active on Twitter or what have you. I, as just I am such a Clipper Yahoo psychopath that it I, and I follow all the guys and I always check in on them, and it just upsets me to see our nemesis's logo everywhere and not one peep you got to scroll and scroll and scroll to see any mention of the clippers and it just upsets me and i know and this is and this is on what this is on what platform twitter twits and i think the young guys do the tiktok and the ig more than the twitter yeah buddy they did barely and barely veterans do twitter the veterans do twitter barely ig for a kid this kid's age i mean he's not even 25 i bet no he's 19 i believe he's 19 years no 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 they're not on twitter first of all second of all it is a absolute exception it's an absolute exception yeah i'm wrong Uh, i know know i'm wrong you you know kobe Kobe supersedes just being a Laker. On top of that, he really influenced and mentored a lot of players in a way. Like you, you look to the, you look to the next player um, that had that kind of influence on players, and it was Michael, Michael Jordan. Jordan. But I'll but tell you something play, about this. But but first of all, yeah. Michael Jordan is still alive. But also, yep. I just don't think people connected to Michael Jordan in the same way that they necessarily did to Kobe Bryant. That's or maybe funny. I just, maybe, maybe because I it's different just, generation. maybe I just feel that way. Yes, it's generational. Maybe I just feel that way because I live in Los Angeles. I don't live in Chicago. But, and also yeah. maybe I feel that way because Kobe Bryant passed away. It could be yes, all of those did. things, but, yeah. but I, th- I think that he is to an entire generation of guys, such an inspiration sure. in a way that I don't think Michael Jordan was ever interested in being. Well, I don't okay, think Michael Jordan here's ever cared. Different no, he never cared to be anybody's freaking role model. And I think Kobe Bryant was happy to mentor people and help along. He also was happy. If you check any of Mon Shumpert videos on social media about like some of the trash that Kobe talked to him during some games, he was very happy to talk trash to mm-hmm. people um, but I think he had such an influence. This this is my exception. It isn't like he had Lakers banners hanging in his wallpaper. He literally had no, pictures no. of Kobe Bryant. It was he all Kobe, Kobe and and it was all Kobe and all in all his purple and gold. I will just say this before we move on and talk Clippers basketball. Michael Jordan never hurt the Bulls. And when and when he retired, he never came back and. hurt when he came back to the Wizards, it never hurt the Wizards. The only argument you could say was, well, when he went and played baseball, that hurt the Bulls. But when he was on the Bulls, he never hurt the team. And I will tell you, Kobe Bryant's horrible contract and his last few seasons 100% hurt the L word. Oh, my in a gosh, way, buddy. We're not doing this. In a way, not, Michael I, Jordan never hurt the Bulls. I'm just going to say We're not that. doing this. I'm just, that. I'm not – I, I'm just saying that. Okay, okay, you've said it. And I and everyone else listening is rolling their eyes right now and saying, rest in peace, Mamba. Thank you for your contribution. 
He's the, oh, it was the great. I, I love his contribution. Player he, of his generation. He, need, no, he deserved to get paid. Look, I his, in the moment, his crap in the moment destroyed the L word in a well, way that yeah. led to their worst seasons, which I absolutely loved. So yes, thank you, Kobe, for doing that, and I'll be forever <laughs> grateful. I oh truly gosh. will, because those uh, no, like, those I, eight when he, to ten when he got years that contract, just well, look at Tom them. Brady. Look at Tom Brady. The dude has Absolutely. never taken – he's never taken a big payday so that they could always surround him with people, and he's got so many rings. And, yeah, definitely yeah. – sure, on a separate note, um, don't speak ill of the dead, on a, but on a separate note, yeah, Kobe's contract, no doubt. He he, in, he should have taken less money uh, so that he could blah, 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 blah. Well, but, for the know. record, I've tried to move on. You keep talking about it. Oh, yeah. No, you you tried to get one last parting shot at one of the greatest basketball players of our generation, and I took, took up the mantle. Okay. So, so who do you miss the most? Up, what? Who do you miss the most? I mean, look, Kawhi Leonard, and I have one final question before I let you go. Um, besides, yeah. who do you miss the most? Kawhi Leonard, obviously not on the table. Um, Paul George is the obvious answer of who do you miss the most. But who do you miss the most, Hank? Oh, well, that was my answer. It's Paul George. Right. It's Paul George. But but I but, but we didn't see him full strength tonight. But Nick Batum is someone who I'm still waiting to really start blossoming. Sure. Um, but but what I really what I really miss about Nick Batum is he's the guy you could count on to get a shot when you needed somebody to get a bucket. Absolutely. Or a probably, block. Yeah. Who might stop Reggie from putting up so many shots. Right. right. That, so I mean, that, Batum, that, I mean, how many attempts did Batum have tonight? Probably six. Like, Lee, I'm not. I'm, I don't even have it in front of me. Lee, I, I guarantee you, it was it was single digits, shot attempts. But guaranteed. he also, and but he, he was on limited minutes. But he also came off the bench, so that that's sort of to be expected. But uh, no, no, we, we need right him now. Shooting. Right now, we're missing Zubats. Yeah, man, I'm genuinely torn between Luke Kennard and Zubats because when Luke Kennard is on the floor, Terrence Mann is exponentially better. When Terrence Mann is on the floor, Luke Kennard is exponentially better. They're my favorite tandem by leaps and bounds, obviously besides Kawhi and Paul George, which we don't we don't have that option. So I, I just I just miss I, I miss Luke. I think I miss Luke Kennard a little bit more than well, Zubats. you know, we, nobody was hitting threes for us tonight. There was a moment in the second quarter, and I'm not talking about the second quarter, what happened in the second quarter, but there was a moment in the second quarter where we were zero for ten from yeah, three. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh for ten, and you can look if you Those only are Celtics at, numbers. If if you are, oh, it really is. If you're only listening to our podcast and looking at the final score of the game, you might think it was a blowout when in fact it was. No, it was not. No. Uh, with with three four minutes left in the game, I think we five got point. within within five. Yeah. Uh, and then we just couldn't hit a shot. Right. Uh, and and their bigs were keeping us from driving the lane, and so we come in the lane, and Eric Bledsoe would too strong layup. Terrence Mann, too strong layup. Right. Um, although Terrence yeah, Mann that is offensive leading the foul, man. Ter- Terrence Mann is leading the team with like a forty in shooting percentage with like almost fifty percent from the field, uh, but not from three. But right. not from three. Well, he's so, got that great corner three. He's got, you can, don't take really, that away from him. He's got that great a, corner three. That's a really not tonight. Uh, that's no, a really good point. Right. That's a really good point that that Luke Kennard shooting tonight. Um, his shooting wouldn't have made up for the almost 20-point loss tonight, but it wasn't an almost 20-point game. And if we'd right. had anybody who could have made a bucket when we were making stop after absolutely. stop. Absolutely. And Kennard and Mann together. Absolutely. I agree. And Kennard and Mann together on the floor spread the floor. You have to honor 
Kennard's three at all times. You have to honor Mann's corner three, and then he can slash. So it's I just need Kennard back. I, I think I seeing, miss him the most. I miss, obviously, Hartenstein. And Hartenstein's back seeing, in four days. Are, are you seeing what I was talking about with Justice Winslow? When you In his first game, you're like, ugh, Justice Winslow. And I was like, you're going to watch him, man. It's about his defense. He got yeah, four he's rebounds. Great. He got he's two great. steals. He got two assists. I mean, he, and, um, and a, a lot blocks, of times he's our center. Two blocks. There's there's yeah. parts of the game where well, he's, he's our center. Forward. Yeah, well, because we don't have any centers. But and and he and he can he's I know and it's killing me and so well I know all right so before I let you go final question Hank they're making a big Paul George push for the All Star game which I love they sure are. they sure and are. he is right now I believe number two in the front court behind Joker he is number four overall in votes behind Steph, LeBron, and Joker. He's number four, which I love. This is fantastic. And Paul George absolutely deserves this because of how wonderful his play was. But here's the thing. Will he even be available for the All-Star game? Yeah, it's hard to see it. It's it's definitely it's hard to see it, and it's hard to imagine why we would let him play if he's just coming out of evaluation Right. You know, I, I do think the selections, it's an interesting thing. The selections, I think, lead to money for these guys and it helps their contracts and all that kind of stuff. But I, I don't know. I don't know if he's even going to be available. It's a really good question. My my question, do you think he's going to be available? I do. I I, I, I mean, I they said four Should weeks. he play if he's barely available? Should he play? A hundred percent no. Or no. or or just as you know, for it is basically for a show. shooting practice. It is just for a shoot around kind of thing. Right, you get out there and make a score. You just get out there, and each team scores, you know, between three hundred and four hundred points each side <laughs> per quarter. I, also do, I think it, they've completely cheapened it. The way whatever the hell they're doing with team Steph versus team Kevin. Oh, I don't like that. Play East versus West, and we've talked we've talked about this last season during the All Star extravaganza. It ne- I wish that it was that there was some benefit to the team that actually wins. I wish that just like isn't it baseball where the team that they wins, did away they... with it. They did away with it. Oh. Yeah, it gets home field advantage in the World Series. It's they did so away great. With it. it makes it means then it means I mean, just put, how about why not money? Just how about money? I mean, I'm sure there is a little bit of a cash difference, but how about some money? Put money on all these guys love to gamble and play booye or whatever ooh whatever the hell that card game is. Where and they're and they're literally taking pictures of each other with like fanning cash out in front of them. They're constantly on the airplanes <laughs> gambling. Let's yeah, my understanding is a lot of line. gambling that I yeah, well, I guess, but they they have so much money. I don't know what amount would make it. I mean, you could do some sort of a gentleman's bet, like the losing. How about jet team. skis? How about the losing jet skis? team has the losing team has to wear short shorts. Uh, for the rest of the, the season. For the rest of the season, just those players. And they don't get jet skis. And the winners now, get jet this. skis. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Knowing knowing I knowing that you in theory, after you go after you get COVID, have three to six months, give or take, and you know, it's not perfect science of, of immunity. Is it a good thing that we have a ton of players going through health and safety oh, protocols? Because right if now. they're actually if they're actually getting COVID, yeah. they won't in the playoffs. I mean, look at look at Rudy Gobert, right? So he got COVID, and then it was like a full two years before he got it again. That is very interesting, Hank. Yeah, yeah I, I guess it's better to get it in the in the in the half because we're coming up on the halfway point. We're about three games away from the fifty yard line of the regular season. That is an excellent point, Hank. 
Yes, yeah. get it now, and then you are immune to it. Yeah, and obviously. As long as, no, try to get it now. Listen, Clippers. Don't try players, to get it. Don't try. Don't to get try it. to get it because but it's it seems a real like they sure shoot. are, aren't they? Some people really get sick from it. So <laughs> it please, don't. really Some seems people... like they're trying to get it at this point. <laughs> oh Xavier gosh, Xavier Moon goes down for God's sake. <laughs> this will make them care about me. I'm just so happy that Coach Ty Lue is back. I oh, cannot buddy, I'm wait. I'm happy we're back. I'm happy oh, we're back we're doing back. the Clipcast. I missed, you. I missed you. Yeah, I missed you. I love, I love that you do the solo shows when I'm not available. If you don't know this, Clippers Nation, I encourage Chris to do the solo shows. Um, just because I'm not available because of uh, because of work, I, I don't want him to miss out on it. But, man, it's good to be back talking basketball with you, brother. I love Absolutely. you, man. Happy New Year. Do you have any happy New Year's New resolutions? Year. Any New yeah. Year's resolutions on our way out? First of all, I call this 22. Okay? I can't be bogged down with 2,000. I can't even say 2022. 20, I call this 22. This is 22 to me. Oh, okay? I call it a double deuce, but you do you. We're rolling deep on our 22s. I have a New Year's resolution, and that is to win a Larry O'Brien trophy this oh, I year. I like it. That's my New I Year's like resolution. It. And if I have to do it single-handedly, by gum, I will. <laughs> I don't think oh, gosh, I I'm have a, any. You know what? I'm going to get right. I'm going to get on that New Year's resolution right with you. Let's win that Larry O.B. And Clippers Nation, you do it with us, and make sure you subscribe, share, tell your friends about the podcast, give us that five-star rating, help us keep this thing moving. We love doing this this uh, podcast for you. We love it. Absolutely. And I'll, I'll tell you, the listener in New Year's Resolution, that I hope you enjoy, no more commercials on Clipcast. Are you serious? I, I, I make a lot of money. I'll be honest. I'm a pretty wealthy guy. Yeah, we do pretty we do, we do all right. We're professional actors and have been for 20-plus years each. We do all right. What am I doing? Don't what be what am I doing? We do all right. What What am I doing having a Geico ad to start the show? You know what I mean? Yeah, but buddy, if we keep putting commercials in the show, eventually it's going to be one of our commercials, which has not happened yet, but it's going to. We We each have like five commercials running that's right what now. i'm At saying some point it's that's gonna be one of ours. what be i'm fun. saying it'll be fun my new year's resolution to you is we are i believe i don't know if this is true or not but we are the only clippers podcast that is going to give you all of our content and by the way we've moved from host to host to host so you can't get 10 years of content i apologize but i'm pretty sure you can get about <laughs> three years of content for absolutely free there is no paywall and I am here to tell you my New Year's resolution to you, the listener, no commercials in 22. Enjoy well, commercial-free well, Clippers me. broadcasting. Excuse me, but I would also like to say that I encourage you to go check out some of the great Clippers bloggers uh, and podcasters out there that are charging for their content because they deserve to be paid. Oh, they're, not sure. like, they're not like us that have our own side thing that we do. Um, they're out there trying to make their way, and they deserve it. There's some really awesome guys out there doing great podcasts, great blogs. Get out there, check them out. Find them on Twitter. Seek out their content. They're awesome. Uh, oh but, yeah, my, but first, my favorite but is first, Justin Russo. He's he's my oh, he's my Russo. guy. That's my guy. I love Russo. But first, <laughs> but yeah. first, yeah. always listen. Always listen to the Clipcast. Oh, it's check it's the longest first. running Clippers podcast in the history of podcasting. We've been doing it the longest. We have clearly the most fun, and also I'm the most mature Clippers <laughs> podcaster. Easily. Sound the horn. Sound the horn. You. Well, fart, I'll but. sound a. I'll sound a mature horn. Burn. <laughs> I'm wrong. I'm wrong about most of what I say. I'm wrong. Clippers win out the season. You heard it here first.